Sometimes, as podcasters, we only want to podcast about good things. And I really understand that. Today, however, I want to address an issue that our country here in America is battling over right now. The presidential election. Not a good topic for most people. But you know what? We're going to put some perspective, some insight to this topic. I hope you join along for day 12 of Na Pod Pomo. Let's get into this. I hope you're ready for today's episode of Dead America doing Na Pod Pomo. Let's get into this. come to you with concern on my podcast. Concern not about me or my podcast, but about my nation. The deep divisions that we face right now in America. I want to bring an assurance to people. This system, this government that we live in, America, Our system has endured battles and fights between each other before. We've suffered things such as the Civil War, but the Union went on. I understand how difficult these times must be for some people. I believe in this system. Our system is strong. The way we put our system together, you must trust in this. Don't fall for hype. Don't fall for all the gimmicks. Democrat or Republican, we are American and we must stand for the principles that our documents, that great document, the Constitution, stands for. It's clearly outlined in a process for this election, along with any election that has challenges that we face. We must let the process deliver results, certifiable results, which we can take to the bank, people. This system is strong, and we must believe in it. There may be certain places, certain areas that there are issues, but the system always plays out the way the system plays out. The Electoral College will decide this presidency. I want to take you back to the 2000 election. Between 7.50 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
on November 7th, just before the polls closed in the largely Republican Florida panhandle, which is the central time zone, all major television news networks, CNN, NBC, Fox, CBS, and ABC declared that Al Gore had won Florida. They based this prediction substantially on exit polls. But in the vote tally, Bush began to take the wide lead early in Florida. And by 10 p.m. Eastern, the networks had retracted their predictions and placed Florida back in the undecided column. At approximately 2.30 a.m. on November 8th, with 85% of the vote counted in Florida and Bush leading Gore by more than 100,000 votes, the networks declared that Bush had carried Florida and therefore been elected president. But most of the remaining votes to be counted in Florida were in three heavily Democratic counties, Boward, Miami-Dade, and Palm Beach. And as their votes were reported, Gore began to gain on Bush. By 4.30 a.m. after all votes were counted, Gore had narrowed Bush's margin to under 2,000 votes, and the networks retracted their declarations that Bush had won Florida and the presidency. Gore, who had privately conceded the election to Bush, withdrew his concession. The final results in Florida was slim enough to require a mandatory recount by machine under the state law. Bush's lead dwindled to under 300 votes when it was completed the day after the election on November 8th. The Florida Division of Election Staff prepared a press release for Florida Secretary of State Catherine Harris that said overseas ballots must be postmarked or signed and dated by election day. It was never released. A count of the overseas ballots later boosted Bush's margin to 930 votes, according to a report by the New York Times. 680 of the accepted overseas ballots were received after the legal deadline, lacked required postmarks or a witness signature or address, or were unsigned or undated, cast after the election day from unregistered voters or voters not requesting ballots or double counted. Most of the post-electoral controversy revolved around Gore's request for hand recounts in four counties, Boward, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, and Volicia. As provided under Florida state law, Harris, who also co-chaired Bush's Florida campaign, announced she would reject any revised totals from those counties if they were not turned in by 5 p.m. on November 14th. The statutory deadline for amended returns, 
the Florida Supreme Court extended the deadline to November 26th, a decision later vacated by the U.S. Supreme Court. Miami-Dade eventually halted its recount and resubmitted its original total to the state canvassing board, while Palm Beach County failed to meet the extended deadline, turning in its completed recount results at 7 p.m., which Harris rejected. On November 26th, the state canvassing board certified Bush as the winner of Florida's electors by 537 votes. Gore formally contested the certified results. A state court decision overruling Gore was reversed by the Florida Supreme Court, which ordered a recount of over 70,000 ballots previously rejected as undervotes by machine counters. The U.S. Supreme Court halted that order the next day with Justice Scalia issuing a conquering opinion that the counting of votes that are of questionable legality does, in my view, threaten irreparable harm to Petitioner Bush. On December 12th, the Supreme Court ruled in a per curiam decision asserted as a 7-2 vote that the Florida Supreme Court's ruling requiring a statewide recount of ballots was unconstitutional on equal protection grounds and in a 5-4 vote reversed and remanded the case to the Florida Supreme Court for modification before the optional safe harbor deadline, which the Supreme Court argued that Florida court had said the state intended to meet, with only two hours remaining until the December 12th deadline, the Supreme Court's order effectively ended the recount and the previously certified total held. So what we have here is a similar situation. We have to let this play out. We have to let the legal system do its job. We can assume we know what's going on, but until we have certified election results, we do not know who our president is. I, for one, will be the first to accept the certified results because I believe in the system. I believe there are people protecting this sacred system of ours. And you must believe that too. There are faults in the system. That's why we have these measures to protect the integrity of elections. I want to take this time to ask you to believe in our system. It's a system for, of, and by the people. Yes, there are those powerful people that think that they can sway elections, but believe me, our system is meant to protect our election 
from this attack. We have to let our legal system do its job. In a contested election, when our system is polarized, almost a 50-50 break here, we are all Americans before we are Democrats or we are Republicans. I want you to remember that. Believe in our system. Stand up for it. Don't assume you know what is going on because we don't. We're not there. We have to rely on the people that we elect to take care of these situations. It's not an easy time, that's for sure. But what we don't need is more media hype on this. And I'm kind of saddened that Mr. Biden would project himself as a winner and start setting up for a presidency that has not been certified yet. We've got a lot to think about. I don't have all of the answers. I never claimed to, but I do have common sense and I do have the ability to look back and understand people will always try to interfere with our election process. But this system of checks and balances that we have, I guarantee it is the best system that we have on the planet today. Let's believe in it. And hey, just wait for the election results and then praise your candidate. I know I voted for a particular person and by God I hope he wins but if he does not win well the president of the United States is still my president let's remember that we're bigger and we're better than this people let's take time and think about each other I'm Ed Waters doing Napod Pomo for day 12. I hope I didn't get too political on you, but I care about this nation that I live in. And I want the whole world to understand our system is solid. We don't have to be looked upon in a negative light. We will settle this and we will carry forward with the greatness of America. Ed Waters, out.